0: <laughs>
1: Mind blown
2: super viral, super viral,
1: but also. Crap. I have no comment, none, (laughs) zero, just fucking none, leave me alone.
0: (laughs) And And on
1: that runner. I'm trying to think of something topical to introduce, introduce us, but I just cannot get through all of these fucking slang words. Uh, Crap. Okay.
2: Yeah. We're being very micro right now.
1: Micro. Or was it macro?
2: Macro was good, micro was bad. Viral was disgusting, but graphic is beautiful.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's going in.
2: <laughs> it reminds me of like oh my um um American beauty with like the bag floating
1: around. The most, it's you want like to see beautiful. The most beautiful thing I've ever seen.
2: Beautiful thing in the world. <laughs> It's like, that's just a bag. No, it's so beautiful.
1: No, it's literally trash.
2: <laughs>
1: okay. Hello there, and welcome to the Amateur Movie Critics Podcast. I'm your macro host, Red, and this is my graphic host. Peter. Oh, God. <laughs>
2: already. Already with the jokes in this this movie. You know what?
1: For every, for every time I want to say, oh, God, or fuck, or shit, I'm just going to say Zetus the Petus.
2: Uh, Zetus Lapidus. um, what else <laughs> did they say? There's just so many slang words. Yes. I should look this up.
1: Uh, so much. Okay. Today we're going to be reviewing the 1999 movie, Xenon Girl of the 21st Century. Uh-oh. Xenon Carr, is there something you wish to share with the class, hmm?
2: Uh, no, Mr. Press. I guess I got all flared up because... I never knew history could be so thrilling.
1: <laughs> ah, I'm glad you're thrilled.
2: Yeah. As I was saying, Chelsea Clinton has taken a. Chelsea's no. <laughs> when I
1: tell you the real reason I squeaked, you're gonna nova, no, no way, supernova, guaranteed. Oh, just tell me, microbe is coming here for the very first rock concert in space.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what
2: happened? What did I miss? My group's coming right to this very station. Not a giant screen performance, not a hologram. They're appearing in their lunarious heart-fluttering flesh. I heard it on the CRR news. Cena,
0: please, control yourself.
2: <sighs> control myself, sir, commander. Lieutenant Schiff, control myself. Control myself <laughs> when my all-time crush major is coming to our humble hall? <laughs> Let's spread the word. <laughs>
1: Give you a little bit of background on this. It was directed by Kenneth Johnson and written by Marilyn Sadler and Roger Bolin. Uh, These were originally books adapted to Disney Channel original movies. Just something interesting. Uh, It stars Kristen Storm and raven Simone, and I don't give a shit who else no one else yes no no one of importance really the only everyone else in this movie they their credits are this movie i don't speak from actual research but i'm pretty sure that's all i've ever seen them in it got a 6.5 out of 10 on imdb i'm shocked and a 61% on rotten tomatoes that is hopefully only from the contingent of the children of the 90s Remember this fondly like I did until today. So, give you a plot synopsis. Uh, the year is 2049, and Xenon Carr is a 13-year-old girl who lives with her family on an Earth-orbiting space station. After getting into trouble with the space station's commander, Xenon's parents punish her by sending her to Earth to live with her Aunt Judy. Yep. Yep, yeah, that's about it. Zetus Lapidus. Uh, sweet major. Yes. So wait, what? Was that one of the... She said... She,
2: yeah, she... Oh, okay, so, okay. This is how I got some of the slang. Everybody in space says minor or major, while everybody on Earth says macro or micro. Which are the same things. Just different ways of saying them. So when she was like, I don't have time for a language lesson right now, I was like, they're the same words.
1: Uh, she literally didn't have a time for language lessons because synonyms were not on the okay. I've lost it. There's a word. Class schedule something. She never learned synonyms.
2: Uh, Itinerary? Oh, man. I I fucked up that
1: word. (laughs) Itinerary. Yes. Yeah. like (laughs) I wanted to say saguaro, damn it. Okay. Swar I don't word very well, so <laughs> I like I just mumble
2: through them and hope no one notices, but I secretly know everybody notices.
1: I talk <laughs> oh not good. My friend who pronounces Saguaro wrong, you know who you are. You are not <laughs> listening. You have told me you do not listen, so I'll make as much fun of you as possible. Yeah, shame on uh, you. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh so yeah, uh, Zetas Lapenis. I mean, penis. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> Fuck. No, I really don't. Every uh, time I thought that there was a thirteen-year-old girl on Disney Channel saying penis, it it gave me life. Okay, story time. I remember being. I remember 1999 being a child of however young I was. Again, not very good at math, listeners. Uh. And I had just watched this movie, and I was sitting in my living room. My mother was within earshot, and I said, Zetus Lapidus. And she turned around and she said, why did you just say penis?
2: (sighs) Moms, they'll never get it.
1: (laughs) I was like, no, it's a movie. And she's like, okay, not believing me even a little bit. Uh, Yeah. So, you know, a second story. Maybe I'll cut this one out. Probably I'll cut this one out. Uh, I live directly across from a freeway. Not close enough that you can hear it, but it's like a major freeway. Yeah. And I was pulling up to the red light at the overpass. And there was this chick standing out there. Apparently she's there every day, but this is the first day that I've seen her. She had her cardboard sign and everything. I was like, I don't want to look at you because I can't afford to give you money. I feel bad about it. But I was like direct line of sight to her. A couple lanes over was still direct line of sight. And I was right next to her, and I, like, glance over. And I was like, what the fuck? She was holding a cardboard sign and written on it, it said, even penis. That's it? Yes. Even penis. That's what she needed. That's what I thought. And then I had to look back, do a double take, and check. And it said even pennies, but... My mind went so many places with that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll work for penis. Fuck. <laughs> okay. I, I, mean I have a lot of homeless penis.
2: people stories, uh, but none of them involving penises. Thank God.
1: Yes. um, That would be... What was it? Micro. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Man, that penis is so micro.
1: <laughs> no. Yes or is or is it graphic? Shit.
2: No, okay, it's viral. So... Graphic is good. Wait. No. Okay. Is... Oh
1: god. Yeah, yeah.
2: No, no, no. F- viral is bad. Graphic is good. We...
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that one makes plenty of sense cuz it's graphic design and computer viruses. Speaking of computer viruses, ev- did you notice that the black friend was an experienced coder?
2: Yeah. And the, the 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 cute boy was a experienced hacker.
1: Yes, he hacked into a what had to be like yeah,
2: like a Fortune 500 company. And she's like, "Did you just hack this?" And he was like, "Yeah, you know.
1: It's cool." Well, it's 2049.
2: Let's go pet my horses. <laughs> <I'm> like, "What?" <laughs> what are, what is happening uh, right now?
1: So much to say about that scene, but if you think about every time she says it instead of horse I think penis, and it's great in that scene. She's like, "It's gonna stay in there, right?" <laughs> what are you scared of it? Uh, no, it just looks happy where it is. Let's
2: go dress this horse.
1: <laughs> <God>. <laughs> Do you want to pet my horse? Oh gosh, she well,
2: she looked terrified.
1: I hope that the actress had never actually seen a horse before. I was like, this is the best
2: acting the whole movie, because she is legit scared that this horse is going to kill her.
1: I would be scared. Shit.
2: He was like, just touch it. (laughs) He definitely (laughs) said, just touch it.
1: Again, uh, my theory holds up. This this week, we're going to try something a little different. We are not going to go through review exactly. We're just going to hit this movie head on. No... We've been hitting it point by point. <laughs> I think point. we already
2: started. Okay.
1: Yeah, we we've been going we're gonna go nonlinear time frame avant-garde bullshit on this, so
0: yeah.
2: That is the only way uh, we could tackle this. Okay, first off, living on a space station looks terrible.
1: Uh yeah, well, cause all that fucking <sighs> it reminded me of Lost in Space, but on the Disney Channel
2: like the old school lost in space or like the joey from friends lost in Fa- space
1: <laughs> oh my god was he in that yes yes he was no oh, fuck yes like the joey from friends lost in space because okay. i never saw the old school one which would have been supremely better i'm sure
2: okay i don't remember either of them but i do remember it looks awful
1: <laughs> i just remember the scene with the space spiders Ugh. i instantly thought i'm out don't want to be in space don't care how cool it is not nah, not down for it well
2: okay so the space station is a floating station just for scientists doing weird science things there has to be like government like military contracts up there as well i would assume
1: i didn't see anyone hmm. i don't know i just like you know the girl she arrested the dude at the end it's true spoilers by the way listeners <laughs> Um, Arrest
2: these people. And they're like, okay, little girl. (laughs) Exactly what happened. Yeah.
1: Yeah, she told them to arrest them. And they were like, yes, you're in charge of the space station now.
2: While she was, like, typing in hieroglyphics into a computer.
1: Yes. Did some... Suddenly, uh, the English language... The written English language, even though they had a QWERTY keyboard... It was replaced with, like, alchemic symbols... Which is, yeah, it was weird because she was like, I know I could do this. And I'm like, can you? Because <laughs> she was typing read? with,
2: she was literally typing with two fingers <laughs> the entire movie.
1: On a box computer in the year 2049, by the way.
2: <laughs> well, you know, that was before computers were like really big. I was surprised they had what they had.
1: I'm yeah. That was actually pretty good. Also, all of the script was in that green block lettering too oh you Even know the, it's in the, the future stuff.
2: was it 2049
1: right yeah 2049 um so they had first off all the 90s stuff was jarring the 90s hair the 90s watches the 90s shoes the 90s it version
2: was... of futuristic clothing which all it is is like tights <laughs> reflective. it's reflective tights with jackets
1: so everyone FaceTimes, by the way. To call, I think that's progressive, or that was that was very futury. It's actually come true.
2: No, no, no. Yeah. Well, okay. So I think this movie predicted a lot of things. Okay, just bear with me with here my crazy ass theory. Okay, so tablets. Uh-huh. Okay, FaceTime. Okay. Yep. Hologram concerts. They predicted that.
1: Wait. Yeah, that's right. I always forget that's a real thing. But yeah, hologram concert. Because
2: she was like, are you sure they're not going to be a hologram? And Raven, like, Raven Simone. Oh, my God. And she's like, no, they're going to come in person. And she's like, okay.
1: I have the biggest bone to pick with this movie about that. They recast Raven for the sequel and the third version of this movie. By the way, there's sequels to this movie.
2: Okay, I didn't know that. But why? Why would they recast Raven? There are two
1: sequels. I, I don't know. You know what? I have the plot synopsis is to the next two movies and they are fucking the worst oh no Zeta lapidas they're the worst they're they're
2: viral <laughs> oh man these movies are so viral
1: okay so <laughs> uh, i like how
2: those kids are making fun of the jersey shore by the way <laughs> she must be from that viral city over in jersey <laughs> what
1: <laughs> i didn't catch that shit i mean Zeta lapidas every time <laughs> uh, listeners every time i forget to say zetas lapidas take a shot this is gonna be a real good episode uh okay so real real quick just because i looked these up and i forgot i watched all three of these movies which i i looked these up and looking back on them now i was like what garbage did i watch what what dumpster diving was i doing to build a sculpture of an australian pop star with frosted tips in the middle of the night. Excuse me, I those went. were
2: recycling garbage cans? Uh,
1: yes, recycling, sorry. Also, so much foam in the recycling.
2: As yes. someone who builds things out of foam? Yeah, that happens.
1: You, Yeah, you can't recycle foam, though. Oh
2: Wait, what? Space. Can you yeah. not recycle foam? Because I've been recycling foam. all of my foam. <laughs> foam
1: it's 100% non-biodegradable. It's terrible for the environment. <laughs> mind blown Whoops. that was macro
2: no wonder why my recycling guy hates me so much uh, <laughs> we recycle I, I recycle thing. a lot though yeah, I have more than makeup for it I don't know I had, to, I had to teach my girlfriend how to recycle because she was like I don't understand why you have two trash cans and I was like that's one for recycling she was like I don't understand <laughs>
1: <laughs> you never watched Captain Planet?
2: I don't know. Oh, yeah. I think You never watched Captain Planet. <laughs> the Don Cheadle version.
1: <laughs> Wait, was this like a live action thing? Yeah, it was like it? a
2: live action maybe Adult Swim, swim parody where Don okay. Cheadle was Captain Planet.
1: Okay, okay, yeah. No, I'm thinking of Robot Chicken. Which, Robot Chicken, seriously. This is a movie podcast, listeners, but go watch Robot Chicken. It's the best.
2: I definitely judge people if they don't have recycling
1: yeah me too <laughs> silently but yeah i have rec- we have we have two recycling bins and one garbage can
2: okay wait a second we're so off topic even though this conversation is very <laughs> thrilling okay Zetus Zetus... okay so okay wait so okay so xenon she's the troublemaker on the ship yeah uh everybody hates her i assume except for like her four friends uh, and then like the two guys on the ship, the really gay black kid and the other one
1: <laughs> the one who wore the spandex yeah and it, he just he wore, he wore his spandex gayer than all the rest it's true
2: and then he like flopped his arms around all the time. I was like, is that an acting choice? Nope because like they get just... they get locked in what the the shipping room he's like, oh no. <laughs>
1: He was would... <laughs> shit. I didn't even notice that. <laughs> like, um, I like, was flopping my arms around too, going, "Oh no!" <laughs> so, uh, yeah, let me, let me think of the cast of her friends. There was okay. There was the honorary Ginger. I appreciated her. She we, had literally one line, and she was after really
2: all. dumb, right? Is that the really dumb one?
1: She was the one on the space station. She was kind of an airhead. Yeah, yeah. She yeah. was she she and xenon and raven simone all stood there screaming and then she disappeared because then raven simone and xenon were in her room like putting on space trash like look i made this out of space trash oh it's so cute the red was she the the one ginger friend was gone after that
2: was she the one who's all like i wonder who's gonna win the contest and everybody's all like does xenon
1: so that very slyly they had to put in there that xenon is artistic enough um yeah the the part where raven raven simone says to xenon oh my god i can't believe you built that all i did was write a stupid essay and she was like no your writing is totally major totally major she was blowing so much smoke just not so much a good friend but she was bullshitting real hard but (sighs) i guess that's nice
2: but she has to like i don't know all of her friends have uses except for nebula she's just there in the background
1: well okay i have a theory no i'm gonna save that for the creative rewriting corner (laughs) okay (laughs) this is that's a big one because basically it's a different movie after that uh Oh yeah. Speaking of the movies, so I looked up the sequels to this one. First off, the sequel is Xenon the sequel. Yep, what I remember Z- that.
2: I remember that what was at two
1: thousand one. Uh, don't know. I was <laughs> I all check, of in
2: eighth grade at the time. I remember.
1: Yeah, and I think maybe two thousand two or three. Uh, Xenon Z three was the third one. Uh i'm Why? i'm just gonna i'm gonna outline these real quick they're so they're so viral uh okay, so oh she's z- like z- super cool. old
2: in z three
1: she is i believe she is she's fifteen in the sequel, so I think she's like coming up on she's coming up on raving age uh okay so <laughs> the, the uh that'll yeah i'll get to that the sequel says Armed with a restricted zone roaming pass awarded to her for heroism. Or heroism, whatever. Oh my god. Yeah, because she saved the space station. Like, you could go anywhere you want on this tiny-ass space station.
2: Congratulations. (laughs) Here's your prize. Restricted areas
1: included. You want to go mess with all those supercomputers? You could go right ahead. Yeah, you saved the space station. No one asked how, though. She took all the credit
2: they're just like shut up
1: <laughs> no black friends were given credit at the end of this none
2: none at all Cause, they're cause like you Xenon saved us oh my god and he he didn't even get like a ipad to the concert either
1: nope definitely not although it was pretty obvious that was it microbe or protozoa i don't know wait protozoa was a lead singer of the band microbe i think
2: yeah, the band just is Microbe. Get... Yeah, I
1: would just call them Frosted Tips.
2: Oh my God, they had the major Justin Timberlake thing going on.
1: <laughs> it was graphic. Um. <laughs> so, yeah. So she's a she was awarded a a restricted zone roaming pass for her heroism. Uh, fifteen year old Xenon Carr and her best friend Nebula. Played by Shaddai Simmons, they recast Raven, because it says Nebula was played by this girl, not Raven. They stir up trouble all over the space stay. When their antics come to the attention of Commander Plank, he sentences Xenon to work in the Alien Patrol Lab. That's just so much money dumped in Yeah, Alien Patrol Lab. What? Yeah, where she will spend hours waiting for signals of alien life. After Xenon receives what she believes to be a radio signal from an alien, she tries to convince the skeptical crew.
2: Oh my god. First off, they gave her a pass, and then she got in trouble for trespassing? Okay. Second off, they didn't believe her the first time, and she was like, everybody's gonna die if you don't listen to me. Shouldn't they just listen to her?
1: I. Okay, so we go from a space movie where... There's a plot to commit insurance fraud and kill probably hundreds of people. I didn't even a rock star. I didn't even put that together until when Xenon said it. He's
2: gonna use the insurance money. I was like, oh, that makes so much more sense now. Yeah. I thought I mean, he just I mean, wanted to kill everybody. I thought he was like, I don't have to give them money if they all die. <laughs> like
1: I was certain. But you know what? If he was funding their space station. Once he went to jail and all of his assets were seized for fraud, I'm sure that space station would have been defunded. No, wait. No, it was because in the sequel, they were taking apart the space station because they had no money left. That's something that the plot synopsis did. I've watched these movies. This is coming back to me like a fever dream.
2: I assume they get money at the end of that movie and then everybody's happy.
1: Nope. No money. No? No. The aliens fix it. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Oh, They they start taking apart the space station and jettisoning parts off for no damn reason. It's like, they still work. They just take it apart and throw it into space. Well, we can't afford this. (laughs) Yep, bye. And so the aliens bring it back and put it back together and that's the resolution of that movie. So Xenon is a hero again and she's not quarantined for contact with alien life. Yeah. So... (laughs) okay but... uh the the third movie i just want to put this out there real quick xenon aspires to as- to attend the moonstock music festival so she's at least raving age at this point okay like 17 18 and to that end she enters the galactic teen supreme contest so she's still a teenager at first xenon thinks that the only roadblock to her success is her snotty rival bronley hale but soon she finds herself sidetracked by the efforts of a space ecologist, Sage Borealis, to prevent further colonization of the moon. As it happens, however, the problems of Bronly and Sage don't amount to a hill of beans when a hitherto unsuspected villain appears, intent upon destroying the universe. Many of the film's biggest laughs are delivered by Xenon's precocious cousin and biggest fan, Dasha. That's it. (sighs) (laughs) Uh, I'm a... Okay. This... Uh, No. no. This... Fuck. (laughs) Zetus Lapidus. That... I just have to say, you know, because we are not doing the sequel or Z3 sorry listeners not I'm not an emotional cutter let me put it that way <laughs> uh the so spoiler for the end of the third movie too she does. god i wish <laughs> no worse um everything's fine cuz disney movie she becomes <laughs> mayor of the moon <laughs> and they give her an all, all access restricted area pass <laughs> for the whole moon <laughs> Yeah! You know, she almost did die, and it was so close. She ran out of air in a spacesuit. Hey. But guess what? She was what? saved. Not what? by an alien, but by an alien moon goddess. Shut the fuck up. No, really, that's what... The, <laughs> what are you talking about? No, this was the villain the The space ecologist he was like no you're defiling the moon goddess and they're like shut up you fucking hippie but no the <laughs> actual big goddess. bad in the movie yeah, you know no there's a moon goddess okay and she's real that was the end aliens were real at the end of the second movie moon deity was real at the end of the third movie basically the the most stupid plot resolutions you could. The plot resolution to American Horror Story season two. <sighs> That's it. So yeah. This okay. was the mo the first one was the most logical movie of the three.
2: Okay, let's let's talk about this logic. Okay. Yeah. So nerdy assistant to evil McEvil, uh evil guy, whatever his name is. Yeah. That scene where they're like, that scene where she's like, why don't you uh, go first? And he's like, no, you go first. And she she was like, look, I'm tired. I don't want to walk home alone. He's like, yeah, you should. (laughs) Uh, That scene is so good.
1: He didn't pull the adult card on a 13-year-old girl, which was, uh, she was like, why are you in a restricted zone? Why are you in a restricted zone, little girl? That's all he had to say. Yeah. Hey, I know the guy who basically owns this space station. Maybe you should go now.
2: I need to look That's... up at the the space docks to do space trainings. <laughs>
1: like, what? I know. She <sighs> has such intricate knowledge of the restricted zone, though, that she knows that that isn't going to work down there. <laughs> uh, she comes down here all the time. She does.
2: Just hanging out in that trash compactor.
1: Yes. Do you hang out in the trash late at night often? Well, we got, uh, yeah, I have insomnia.
2: Yeah, I have a sudden case of insomnia. You know, can't sleep.
1: Space like, insomnia, yeah. because there is no day or night.
2: There's no day or night. Also, the gravity sucks, the food sucks, probably the water sucks.
1: The water is piss by this point. It It no is. No matter how much you filter it.
2: <laughs> it's still piss. Uh, That's when she was like, oh, it's so cold. I was like, yeah, water's probably really warm up there. Because it's urine.
1: Zetus <laughs> Lapidus! <laughs> Uh, no, maybe this is an appropriate time to see this little penis. You know what? You know what? Also is really funny.
2: There's some weird camera angles in this movie because when she was like gets to Earth and she's walking over the very horizontal bridge, it was like tilting. The camera was slowly tilting to make it look like she was like climbing uphill.
1: Yeah, because she never, because she was 30 pounds heavier. Remember, Raven oh, told yeah. us. Oh, oh no! I they don't had remember artificial that. artificial gravity. Yeah. On that space station. They couldn't set it so that it was normal. Literally bone density problems for everyone who lives up there. Her parents especially should fix that. Kids. Yeah. yeah. The, the the parents who needed a weightless, a gravity-free chamber for their strange experiments on rats.
2: The gravity-filled chamber was a tiny cage for a very horrific CGI rat.
1: <laughs> on the horrific CGI space station.
2: That is that... more scary.
1: <laughs> the the space station looked like it belonged in roller coaster tycoon. That is so true. <laughs> yep. That's that's why it looked so familiar to me. It looked like the top of one of the rides. The, you know, the one ride that's like a spire but it's got a spinny thing that goes all the way up to the top. That's what it looked like to me. I have figured out why it looks so so familiar.
2: So the food up in the space station must be terrible because she had no idea what a banana
1: was. She didn't know what a burger was. She said they don't eat cows or little piggies.
2: Or little wow, piggies. What? Uh nothing what? with artificial food coloring or preservatives. And the aunt immediately goes, Man, if I was on that diet, I would die
1: <laughs> Him and every other American and Where were they? Were they in California or I don't know because they Florida? made a they made a anti-Jersey joke? So Florida, because there was a shore And, but then she's like Oh, the water's cold No, no that's bad. not Florida I live in Florida, yeah. that was not Florida Maybe they're in New York They're in Neo-York
2: I think it was up on the coast, because there's a lot of mountains
1: God, I don't know I really <laughs> It's, they're an undetermined Shore town with horses and Forests and mountains and, and... and
2: not enough technology, they're like This doesn't look like anything I've seen on the vids on the video net? Yeah, we take it slow here. We like it that way.
1: Oh my god. This is the town that Bill Gates hath wrought. <laughs> so, because all these kids are so experienced with technology, they can hack into Fortune 500 companies and are experienced coders who can, what did he call it? An extremely advanced nanocomputer virus. That immediately erases all evidence of its existence once it's in your system. But don't worry, I reversed it. I made a reverse chip. I was like, what? That's not a thing.
2: You're not a thing. Child, you do not exist in a real world, because this would never happen.
1: This is, well, aliens and moon goddesses, that's all I had to say.
2: He was, he was even, okay, first off, he was trying to, like, hack that disc, but he could have had his hacker friend right next to him do it instantly. He was just typing in random ass passwords.
1: Random passwords. Okay, were those asterisks or the weird symbols again?
2: Those. Those were uh. Ass. No, it was the the star. Okay. so Star symbol.
1: Okay, so it wasn't the weird symbols. No, no, they were normal. That leads me to believe that he was using a QWERTY keyboard on this and using actual an actual alphabet. And not those weird those weird Zodiac signs.
2: But he had to have hacked it eventually because the virus got onto his computer.
1: He was asleep when that happened. He was just running a program for that. So literally, there's probably
2: nothing on that data chip except for the virus. So he was doing nothing. And then he fell asleep and woke up to a cartoon worm smoking his computer.
1: Yeah. Also, he witnessed it by the way, because it completely hides all traces of itself once it's in your system. So if he didn't see that, his computer would have blown up and you would have no idea what happened.
2: Okay. I also want to complain about um, what, like, what teacher decided it was a good idea to schedule this girl from space who has never touched water a swimming
1: class? It was just part of P.E. You know, okay. This, okay. Xenon, she's very confident, right? She's like, yeah. she was the shit on the space stay, as they say, as she called it, the space, space stay. <laughs>
0: Fuck.
1: She was very confident. She was the shit. Everyone everyone was like totally confident in her abilities. So she had an overinflated ego. And she's like, yeah, of course I've swam before. And then after she almost dies she's like in space uh she did this with the bicycle as well and something else i don't remember oh no and what was that last thing that she did that with which is like uh, yeah of course i've done that i don't remember I, I remember the bike one
2: because she was all like of course i've ridden a bike a stationary bike
1: haha <laughs> the things that she lies about they put her in extreme danger like could have broken her neck could have drowned oh the um we use celsius in the space stay could have literally burned to death
2: i like that science teacher such a bitch she's like well we use fahrenheit here on the earth like whoa way to be a huge bitch
1: <laughs> i was trying to take margie with me god damn it what oh, what did, what did that... the aunt
2: say i like to i like my feet right here on terra firma
1: <laughs>
2: oh my god that pun
1: i you know i was, i actually liked Aunt Judy, yeah, she's my favorite part of the movie she yeah she's a great aunt she's literally she has zero investment in xenon lets her do whatever whenever and only is worried once she actually physically loses the child <laughs> She's like, yeah, you can go on dates with boys. Yeah, you can go wherever you want. I literally have no idea where you are, and you're stowing away on a shuttle to, the sp- to space. Nope. Don't care.
2: I like how, like, Xenon didn't understand what a flower was. What is its purpose? It doesn't need a purpose. It's just okay. a
1: flower. No. <laughs> she said that all their food was, like, hydroponically grown. So, yeah. some of those plants that you eat, they're flowering fruits, I'm sure. I'm sure, right? Well, she
2: didn't know what a fucking apple was. She still <laughs> didn't know what a fucking apple was. So, what do we even know what she knows? Oh, and God. even when she got breakfast, it was like a brick. It looked like, it literally looked like a brick of dirt.
1: It was Soylent Green.
2: <laughs> what was that the name of that, that lunch lady, too? She was like, thanks, Janice oh xenon <laughs>
1: <laughs> i like when okay we have to address matt Flemhoff for a minute so the kid the love interest here he was not as creepy as matt from 13 on Thirty, but he was still creepy I have to say yes he reminded me he came on incredibly strong took the first chance he could to feel her up underwater uh wanted oh, yeah, to you pet did. his horse and paid for her food uh yeah he just needed to start taking pictures of her and that was it
2: he was he definitely was shooting her like some some really bad like oh my god i hate saying this like rape eyes
1: like when they're in the rain <laughs> <laughs> like, oh man and she's standing there like an actual turkey staring up at the sky with her mouth open.
2: She's like, I think I remember this. I was three. Summer okay. showers. I was like, "No, my god. You will not remember
1: that. God. So in the class where they taught her about president, current president Chelsea Clinton. Ouch, by the way. <laughs> uh, they didn't teach her about rain. I guess not. Oh, man, the rain in the rain in Spain falls mainly on the plains of of the Jersey Shore.
2: <laughs> the viral Jersey Shore. <laughs> <laughs> what was Chelsea Clinton uh, saving? They're like she underwater habilitation. No, underwater She's... algae ha- habitats.
1: I don't. I don't know. All I know as soon as I heard President Chelsea Clinton, I just I took a moment. I was like, oh. This is topically inappropriate. All of a sudden, uh. Uh, yeah. I'm either way. She was doing something very democratic, very very progressive and accepting and whatever, just something good for the environment, I think, possibly. Uh, okay. So I have to point out. So basically, she had copies of all of her friends from the space station on Earth to fill the exact same purpose. There was the black friend, there was the boy character, there was the other girl, and then there was the dude who was in the background who disappeared, which was the girl who, in the, who was in the background who disappeared.
2: He did have that really good burn, though. He was using you for the car.
1: <laughs> which, Margie... The, the Margie girl, who was like her sort of frenemy, they didn't, okay, Margie was a terrible actress, except for the part at which she tells, what was his name, Matt? What was the boy? Yeah, it was Matt. <laughs> so actual Matt Flemmaw, the fake one, his name was Matt even, she tells Matt, she's like, uh, excuse me, what are you doing? And he's like, I'm not interested in you, I'm never going to be interested in you. I'll be more interested in her when she's in space where I cannot get to her than I will be in you. And this thirsty bitch said, maybe I caught you on a bad day. I don't, <laughs> I don't remember this. What? Well, you have no better options here, apparently. Uh, Holy Well, they're just 13, shit. though. Come on. No, that girl has some serious issues. She was like, "You just keep on stealing Matt from me. He's a he's a big boy. He can make decisions on his own." He's 13 years old. That <laughs> is no. By the way, 13-year-olds going out on a date unchaperoned in what I assume is the East Coast. Um This was very all the children moved very autonomously. It was like the middle of the night when Raven And gay black friend go to find like computer information for Xenon or whatever. It was the uh, the
2: the travel manifest to see when the next ship was coming. Yes, which Which was was tonight.
1: (laughs) Oh, the irony! (sighs) But also, it it was a supply ship. So how have they? How has she never had processed food? Ever, they would they wouldn't send like some sort of grain cereals or anything. No, like they're I just eating
2: like lunch? really bony rats. <laughs> like that's that's all they eat.
1: <laughs> uh, I'm a very visual person, and that was disgusting. <laughs> but not uh, yeah, okay, so. The actual villain, he's going to blow up the space station perfectly timed when there's a rock star on board. So, so that way...
2: No one knows it was him. It's actually a really ingenious plan.
1: It was, but still. I mean, why did, Why did he go up there then?
2: Because he was trying to get... He was trying to stop uh, Xenon from getting onto the spaceship. But the spaceship just took off without them or with yeah. them
1: on no. it. Yeah, it took off with them on it. And um Ohura, she tells them, "We have to refuel and let the boosters cool down."
2: She was like, "Nope, you're going to do it right now." And they're like,
1: mm. she's like, "I don't work for you up here." <laughs> That's it.
2: <laughs> she gave them the look I give like customers at my job when they just like when they don't understand what are like what you're telling them like i'm going to just do whatever i was doing anyway
1: yeah yeah uh i try real hard not to give people that look yesterday actually the guy in the back of my car i was like there are phone chargers back there if you need them and water bottles like you know uber suggests you know provide phone chargers if they need them and the guy is there i drop him off at the airport and he's like. I really, he's like, oh shoot, I forgot my phone charger. As we're pulling up to the doors, the terminal doors, he's like, I forgot my phone charger. Can you add the cost of this phone charger onto the tab? Uh, <laughs> and it, the oh, I try, I almost bit the tip of my tongue off trying not to say no. I was like, oh no, sorry, that's not a thing I can do. But I'm sure they sell them in there. What? <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I don't know. Hey, I, I don't know. What? How? No. Just how no. does that?
2: How does that happen?
1: <laughs> he somehow assumed that it could happen. I don't know. D- big tangent. Either way, D- I don't even know how we got here. Oh yeah, O'Hara gives the guy the look. And then... And then, uh... The space station is about to explode. And it's time for Xenon to save the day. Giving no credit to any of the minority supporting cast. None at all. They don't matter.
2: No, it does matter. Nebula. Yep. Zoom, zoom, zoom.
1: She's... <laughs> <laughs> so... Xenon... <laughs> xenon goes and saves the space station it was a very i don't know why it felt out of place when they were taking off she unbuckles her seatbelt, does a child slide wee down the down the corridor people look at her and then she closes those two dudes in the cargo area without a lock on the door by the no. way it just closed and locked um and then she goes to talk to Aunt Judy. She's like, I'm really going space. She's like, yep. I gotta tell you exactly what's gonna go on. We're gonna get up there, we're gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> For 500 million dollars. Oh my god. At the very least, actually. Because, at the least, yeah. I mean, this space station, he had an insurance policy on it. God only knows how much money that is. That's it has to be way more than 5 million
2: dollars. This is a five dollars
1: project, at least. That's true, yeah. No, hundreds of billions of dollars. It's a space station that people live on full-time. <clears throat> there's hydroponically grown food, recycled piss water. This is some <laughs> state-of-the-art shit. Also, Whoa. what was it? Earth-orbit exiting vehicles that go back and forth to it on a weekly basis.
2: I feel like that's a normal thing at this point, because I think there's more... Um satellite like space stations than just that one.
1: Yeah, well, I don't know. They they never expounded on that in the uh movies. They kind of hinted they did at
2: it. Comics. They kind of hinted at it. Did they? Because they are like, I... this space sh- this space station's only twenty six years old. I'm like this space station. Are you saying there's others? There's other xenons on other stations. That would. Can be you different. imagine? Well,
1: that would explain a lot because she said, "Uh, I've traveled the galaxy." In the plot synopsis, it says she lives on an Earth orbiting space station. Yeah, but How to her that's travel g- <laughs>
2: tra- No, to her that's traveling the galaxy.
1: No, it's not.
2: Yeah. I don't know. To a 13-year-old girl that's traveling the galaxy. I mean
1: Well, unauthorized spacewalking. You know, I know why the Jin the honorary ginger friend was never seen again, because she ratted Xenon out. Oh my god, she totally did. <laughs> like it was all her fault and she's like i can't believe she did that oh my god she did yeah oh and then the was it the stress relief helmet
2: oh man i want one of those
1: what was that called it was a helmet of relief or something yeah and she was
2: like i think you guys should put these on before we even say anything you're (laughs) grounded she's like oh no no you're grounded to earth She's like, what?
1: Then she did the Kevin McAllister face.
2: Yeah, while looking out. Oh my god.
1: <laughs> I like that they tried to make it a reveal at the very first scene where she like opens her shades and the earth is down there. And it's like, you obviously live in space. It's pretty easy to see. I mean, just... Yeah. So I,
2: I really like her alarm clock, which is just her yelling at herself.
1: Which she records one of those every night to get up. Yeah. It looks like. And then her alarm clock reminded her you liked this. You wanted this. (laughs) (laughs) Did her alarm clock start telling her how great she was? I think so. That means she was telling herself how great she is. (laughs) You're great. You're amazing. (laughs) You're awesome. Also you do not have a overinflated sense of self-worth Gee whiz. Um, I mean Zetus Lapidus <laughs> take a shot so <laughs> okay. okay so time to save the day she, she saves is- the
2: day they have the yeah. concert that song is forever stuck in her head zoom 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 wanna go uh, boom. She... boom 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 wait she wait, throws Raven Simone
1: right? a bone here right yeah She gives her the dancing on stage. It's like, you played poker and took money from this person in a spaceship and spent extensive time with them, and he now calls you, a 13-year-old girl, his close friend. You don't need to dance with him. You could dance with him if you wanted right now.
2: Yeah, she was like, no, you go up there. I can't. Yes, you can, girl. Get on that stage. Dance your heart
1: out. Thank you for throwing the black friend a bone. Because she literally did all the work on the space station side of it. And then also, the other black friend on Earth did all the rest of the work. Xenon was the executor of the least amount of work. All she had to do was type in some hieroglyphs. That's true. Uh, she got the me- she got the all-access pass for heroism, though. Zetus Lapidus.
2: Zetus Lapidus, this movie.
1: Yes. Uh oh, one more thing I'd like to point out. Mm-hmm. The entirety of Xenon and Matt's relationship was saves her from the pool, she doesn't like it, buys her lunch, she doesn't like it, uh, makes her pet his horse, she kind of likes it, gives her onion rings, she's totally down, uh, makes her ride a bike, she falls, she. Doesn't really like it. Gets caught in the rain. And loves piña coladas. And then... That's really it. Oh, oh. I think they maybe almost kiss. But then Margie interrupts them. (laughs) And then she she FaceTimes him long distance. And that's the entirety of the relationship. Also, the sequel. Very first scene. First thing she says is... Yeah, me and Matt broke up. It just didn't work. Because I'm a free spirit.
2: Oh my god.
1: She's two years older in that one too, by the way. She
2: is the fucking worst.
1: (laughs) He helped you save the lives of everyone you love. (laughs) She's a free spirit, though. Oh yeah, also, Margie goes to live on the space station in the second movie as well. Oh no. They recast Raven. But the same actress who played Margie was there. Also, Protozoa was in the second movie, too. Oh.
2: On the space station?
1: Yes. Would you... No. Well, for a little bit, yes. He was on Earth, though. Would you like to know why?
2: Why? Why?
1: The message she got from the aliens said zoom, zoom, zoom. <laughs> So she had to go find him, bring him to space so he could do a private concert for aliens. Oh, man.
2: Okay, okay. Wait a second. Let's, 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 we're done. Yeah. How did Enough love f- this. How did you feel about this terrible movie?
1: <laughs> it was viral, but also it was graphic.
2: You You love-hated it?
1: I love-hated it. This was my childhood. I could not, I can't hate-hate this movie. But it's like the nostalgia mixed up with the utter bullshit that was this movie. It's the best one of the series. Let's put it that way. I don't so know. I
2: it's... I was incredibly mesmerized and bored at the same time.
1: Well, all the 90s. 90... She had a side pony, by the way, at one point. She did. So all right. the 90s. Raven stuff.
2: Simone legit had copper
1: in her hair, so. <laughs> the whole movie. The whole movie. She didn't change her hair at all. I was but like, Zenon that must hurt. 20 hairstyles, though, Xenon had. Yep. But That's one the... large earring. Oh, man. The, the, the... Wait, the one Xenon was wearing or the one Raven was wearing? Xenon. Okay, yeah. <laughs> the one that she only realized was a micro disc. That's like if your friend gifted you a CD on a hoop.
2: That's kind of forgiving though, because like up there they recycle everything.
1: Yeah, I guess. Yeah, they they actually they tied that into the plot, like I'm putting garbage on my clothes to individualize myself. Yeah. And no one cares that I'm defacing the uniform the official uniform of the space station. Because I'm a teenage
2: girl. Wasn't much of a uniform anyway, so.
1: It was spandex and <laughs> glittery shit.
2: <laughs> and like Front fanny packs. Everybody had a front fanny pack.
1: I didn't even notice that. Did it's, they? It
2: was literally a square fanny pack. Everyone, even the fucking the the the, the... Matt.
1: See, he lepidus. wore one in one I scene. Noticed I, noticed his, I was like. <laughs> I didn't notice the space people's, but I noticed his. I was like, is that a fucking fanny pack? Yep.
2: Yeah.
1: Zetus <sighs> C- lepidus. <laughs> uh well the spandex yeah. doesn't have pockets so it makes sense no yeah maybe yeah. that was the iPad carrier oh we have legit those.
2: that is probably what that was
1: yeah okay huh. okay I can get down with that because I mean it's like a part of you they didn't have like little okay I know it was 1999 but they didn't think maybe these should be smaller no because there was no smartphone. Were no, there there's blackberries? no. This, no, well, not not the blackberries yes. that
2: I. Yes. Yeah, not. Hmm. Let's
1: see. This was the time of the Razer phone, wasn't it? No, no not way even before then. that. No. Yeah. We weren't even. This there was yet. this was still flip phones. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Then yeah, that's okay. So the fanny packs, the square fanny packs, were for the iPads that everybody had. It was around
2: the time of the Newton, the Apple Newton.
1: So. <laughs> okay okay i think i watched the jobs movie not the one with ashton kutcher so yeah they chronicled the history of that i think i know yeah well it was 1999 so yeah okay i just looked it up
2: the blackberry was released january 19th 1999 and this movie came out the same month
1: (laughs) okay so they filmed this movie before that though so yeah So they had the iPads. Um, yeah, okay, okay. We're we're getting off base here again. This movie was incredibly distracting. There's so much to say about it. Okay, um... Okay, so... Would you... Well,
2: here, let me jump into my review corner.
1: Yes, Peter's review corner, everyone. (coughs) I am so excited. I will remain silent for this. I'm going right, to come up with a
2: little uh, soundbite and be like, do 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 Um, Okay. <sighs> a lot of these reviews are really short. There's one really long one, but they're all really good. Okay. And they're all one stars. <laughs> <laughs> As they should be. Okay. First one. Good for kids. Maybe. One star. <laughs> I'm so glad you're very indecise with your uh with your review
1: (laughs) it's because of how much they said penis uh
2: next one i know it's kind of pointless to beat up on children's movies but wow this movie treats kids like fucking idiots really yeah Yeah, that's
1: well i mean the, the viewers yeah yeah i was gonna say the kids were the most intelligent autonomous part of the entire movie
2: I mean, they're not curing bone marrow issues, but yeah.
1: Well, you don't know what that floating rat was for. I, I,
2: I don't want to know what that floating rat was for. It was terrifying. I think I told you, it was terrifying. Um, next one up. I watched this against my will. I will never watch it again. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, isn't there something called the Geneva Convention?
2: <laughs> Stockholm Syndrome, probably.
1: Oh god. <laughs> okay.
2: Uh, here's here's a one star review. Annoying, but one of my kids liked it.
1: <laughs> what percent <laughs> is that? I wonder.
2: It was. I don't know. Uh, it was one. It was a one out of five star. So. <sighs> one out of five. One
1: of my five kids liked this. <laughs> it's
2: not good. Oh, it's not
1: good. Okay. Any others? Okay. Yeah.
2: No. I got. I got three more. Okay. Okay. Why did I see this movie? You ask. I don't know, but it was not a good decision. <laughs> 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 That's half of a star. Okay.
1: Uh, oh, half of a star. Okay.
2: I know. I know. Uh, this one's also half a star. Uh, cinematic equivalent of snot.
1: Hmm.
2: Hmm. Okay. Gotta really think about that one.
1: That's a, that's a, I mean, obviously it's a bad thing, but I don't know. Yeah, well, I've never good. sneezed before, so. Wait, what? <laughs> that was from the movie. Oh my god. The, the ginger friend, she said, I've never even sneezed before, and the second she gets out the soup, she sneezes and falls in the most comical way. And then
2: she looks up and she goes, thanks, gravity.
1: After the labored uphill walk of 30 extra pounds. Because oh her, as- her osteoporosis is getting her down.
2: This fucking movie. Okay, oh this God. one's long. <clears throat> One star. Never force your children to watch unbearable Disney originals unless you want them to become degenerates. Xenon <laughs> comes to us from Disney in this memory returning once again. Bad special effects, uncaring characters, and not paying attention to acting does not really doom the film uh, as one hoped for. Yet the best solution is to look into the past and see what atrocities have occurred. Xenon is pretty much a film about a girl who is grounded. Ha ha. And is forced to adapt to the 21st century. I can see why the future looks so bleak. Note. If you've been laughing a lot at that so raven, then you've been smoking way too much pot. <laughs>
1: What? <laughs> what? What does Raven have to do with this? Leave her alone. She was the. Not recast in the second movie. She was
2: the second best part of this movie next to Aunt Judy, who's Ooh. never found a man.
1: <laughs> no, she found a man.
2: She was like, You've been on Earth for five days. You already got yourself a boy. And then as soon as she goes up to that space station, she's thirsty as fuck. <laughs> Just. <laughs>
1: She wants that commander so bad. She's like, I can smell the pension on this dick. Oh, she gotta have it.
2: Oh my god. No. Judy's doing pretty good. Did you see how huge her house was? And she had like a observatory.
1: She lives right next to the water. Did she not have an ocean view?
2: She did. Uh, It was like a lake or a river.
1: I don't know. We don't know where this is located. So it could be any type
2: of water view.
1: Water views are still expensive. She's doing all right. What's the purpose of these flowers? (laughs) Silly Xenon. They don't need a purpose. She's too busy bartering with moon rocks and alien skulls. Which, that was a pretty good quip. I'm gonna give that to her. She delivered it, okay.
2: No, but, um, what is it? Um, Fucking Bill, Ted, what is this kid's
1: name? Mike? Mike? John? No, no, um, Matt. Matt. Okay. Sure was Matt. Was it Greg? No, it's
2: Matt. It's definitely Matt.
1: I don't care. (laughs) I don't care. What did Matt say? She like like,
2: she like asked him if he's okay and he goes, Well, I still have whiplash from that uh that snapback you gave me. (laughs) It's like, Whoa. You got jokes too. Um, okay, what was your favorite part of the movie?
1: Okay. Uh yeah. Oh, yeah. Our new stolen segment. The Shining Light. Uh, That's a sound we... clip. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, that, is, that is going to be
2: my ringtone. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I literally ripped that off so hard. This is 100% stolen uh, from the Nightmare on Netflix podcast. I give them full credit. Give them a listen. I think they said they stole it from somewhere else, so I don't feel bad. Anyway, my favorite part of the movie was... Shit. What is my favorite? <sighs> my favorite part of the movie is when, Mar- when Margie talks to Matt and is like, hmm, maybe I caught you on a bad day since you just told me that you literally will never love me. I'll come back tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> my best part was how thirsty she was.
2: I'm gonna get back to you Okay, so My my favorite part of this movie Was as Xenon's like boarding the plane To be like sent back to Earth Nebula's all like Well, they kinda have a point point." And Xenon looks at her and goes Et tu, Neb
1: Et tu <laughs> I forgot that, that was good uh. So she learned Shakespeare But she has no idea what rain or flowers are I know, right? Oh man. It's President Clinton. <laughs> uh Zetus fucking thing. okay. So uh moving into our next newish segment called Creative Rewriting. Uh I'm gonna I'm gonna throw this one your direction. What is what would you rewrite this movie like? Hmm. I don't
2: know. I don't know if I would change much. Um, maybe like having her parents horrifically killed to like set up the stakes, but I don't know. I don't know.
1: Okay. So yeah. Okay. Yeah, I could see that one. And then I Andrew mean, raises her and Commander Plank.
2: Yeah. Oh man. That would have been That's... a good sequel. Yeah. I know, right? Nope. Me and my new parents. <laughs> oh, there'd definitely be a scene where she'd be like, "You're not my real dad."
1: <laughs> yeah, no, but I am the commander of this ship.
2: And you must listen to these aliens all day.
1: Zoom zoom zoom. <laughs> Make my okay. heart go
2: boom boom boom. Uh
1: <laughs> That's what the aliens wanted. Uh also his part in that movie totally that was the reddest red herring of ever, of the entire movie. They're like, "Oh no, they weren't saying zoom zoom zoom. That's just how they talk." That's how, the alien, that's how the aliens talk. <laughs> that's it. Also, they're telepathic. I'm not even... They forged oh. a telepathic link with Xenon, and she instantly knew that they ran out of power, <clears throat> and they needed help. And they got that help from the batteries on the space station, I think? I don't know. And they fixed it for them with their magical alienness. Have you ever seen Titan A.E.?
2: Yeah, like, I love that kind of like
1: the dredge, oh, kind of, but more oh. like jellyfish, no, oh. less less crystal, more. More. Not basically. gonna lie,
2: the idea of a space jellyfish, is pretty <laughs> fucking good.
1: It was good. I liked that. I, it, it was the, it was a lot better looking than the space station. Uh, anyway, uh, okay, so, anything else you'd change about this movie?
2: Not really. I think it's uh perfectly garbage on its own. It's like it's like a beautiful disaster.
1: That's so graphic. Um <laughs> Um okay. So, what I would change about this movie. I made sure to write this down once I had this thought. Okay. And I wrote, "This movie would have been better if Raven Simone was the main character instead of this cardboard white girl." That's it. She couldn't act. Raven was good. Raven went to go see Aunt Judy. Everyone else was the same. Just Raven was the daughter. That's it. The end. Everybody, like, the two
2: white parents have a black daughter?
1: Yes. It's 2049. (sighs) Very progressive. The Color of Friendship came out before this, I think. Huh. I think. Yeah. Yeah. So it would have been very progressive for Disney. No, not that progressive. I'm down. Um, Yeah. Raven could have saved this movie. Okay. There's no accounting for plot. Okay. So, oh yeah. How many floating rats would you give this movie? One to five. I'm going to give it one and a half floating rats. Okay. Better than I thought you would have, to be honest. How many rainbow discs do you give this movie? (laughs) <laughs> I thought you were going to ask me how many Zooms I give this movie. Um, I, So much of my childhood was based off this trilogy. But looking at it, okay, taking the nostalgia out of it, I would give it one Rainbow Disc, half for Aunt Judy, half for Raven. That's it. No. With nostalgia, like... No, n- with nostalgia, one and a half rainbow discs. One and a half. Okay, nice. I can be down with that. Okay, so we are unanimous, actually. One and, a yeah. half, one and a half out of five. Okay. Uh. Okay, I know there was... I'm in, like, a... I, I'm in sort of, like, a segment shopping mode. And I just... Feel like trying stuff on to see how it works. Yep, Uh, and
2: throwing Peter right out in the darkness.
1: He has no idea what's going on. Ever went bungee jumping before? No, (laughs) because I like living. I say, not so much not to end on a bad note. I'm stealing this one too. Uh, not so much to what? Okay, I feel like it would be a good idea. To give the listeners a recommendation of, tentatively, I'm going to call this segment, What's Giving You Life. So, what this week is giving you life that you would recommend to the listeners? Does this have to be a movie? Because I could go no, deep this. No, le- this can be anything you want. <clears throat> Just what, okay. What's making you happy this week?
2: What's making me happy? Have pop culture happy hour much? Um,
1: maybe <laughs> I, I like how clue. I could
2: name I I like how I can name the specific podcast you're stealing this from um okay nope I'm not going to say La La Land because uh, I want to hate that movie uh, <laughs> Riverdale on the CW I'm obsessed
1: I have yet to see that
2: it is the best worst like high school drama garbage and I love it I love it so much
1: More than Teen Wolf? Oh,
2: no. Uh, Teen Wolf is like... I don't know how you know I watched Teen Wolf, but Teen Wolf is like... I
1: didn't, (laughs) thank you for that. Teen Wolf is a whole
2: separate (laughs) bag of garbage.
1: Uh... Uh, (laughs) Wait, do you watch The Vampire Diaries? No, I do not. Damn. Okay. Okay, fine. Been, but I have,
2: a, I have a, a co-worker who is a guy who is obsessed with the Vampire Diaries. And he will come in and he will be like, oh my god, I can't believe what happened to Gian. No, I don't know. I don't know these characters' names. He would just go on for hours. I'm like, I don't I don't watch this show. Why do you talk to me about this? He's like, you're the only one I could talk to you about this. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I'm so like, ashamed. I'll, yeah, so I'll just like, pretend to understand what's going on. Also I'll be like, Stefan. oh, that's so crazy.
1: What? Stefan. Stefan Salvatore. Oh no, yeah. I don't watch the show. I just know these things. Um, the actual writer of those books wrote a much better book series called Nightworld. Uh I I read the first one, I sort of lost interest after the second one. They were anthology books. But they were they were cool. Um Sounds cool. Yeah. More solid than the vampire diaries, different universe, thank god. Okay. <clears throat> also, oh, never listened to that podcast you were talking about, but now I will.
2: What pop culture happy hour?
1: No, I was. Th- I listened to a lot of gay podcasts, gay movie podcasts. Um, so was it bad gay movies, which is just as good as it sounds. Uh, they have a recommendation so they don't end on a bad note. Hmm. So that's what I was thinking of, but.
2: Oh, Pop Culture Happy Hour has a, at the end, they say what's making you happy, and they talk about things that made them happy. So when you said that.
1: Ah, okay, I see. So I was also thinking sort of of that one movie podcast, which has since discontinued. Very sad about it. Really loved that podcast. Ate it up. Uh, They had the segment, What's Turning You Out. That sounded a little too much. No, not too much. I liked it, but I don't want to steal it. My recommendation, I recently canceled my Audible subscription, (laughs) which is terrible, but that's to save money. However, I had one credit left, and with it, I downloaded Lena Dunham's Not That Kind of Girl, a collection of short essays from her life. Yeah. And it's great. I've been enjoying it. It's, well, it's Lena Dunham, so... Basically a that.
2: a real girl from the twenty first century.
1: Yes, a very a very real girl. She talks about the most amazing things, including the first chat room she ever joined, which was the best. My very
2: feminist girlfriend very hates. Uh, she hates Lea Dunham. What?
1: Yeah, I don't know.
2: It's weird, well, right?
1: If you've ever seen girls, there's a lot. She
2: of watches that show, and she still hates Lea Dunham. I don't. I don't get it. I don't understand. Well, as, as soon as she listens to this, I'm gonna get an angry text message. Um, but like, <laughs> I just don't. I don't know.
1: In that in that show though, she has zero self respect, so I get that. That's true. The character, her character, she plays, but she Maybe writes in that real character life too. So, get I haven't finished listening to her whole book, but yeah, she kind of has. She has self respect. She just. Likes men who treat her badly. That's well, who worse. doesn't? <laughs> I have no comment, none, <laughs> zero, just fucking none. Leave me alone.
0: <laughs>
1: and, the, <laughs> and on that runner, um, <laughs> where, uh, oh yeah, would you recommend this movie? Fuck, Zetus Lapidus, no me neither not at all it's forgettable uh, okay where can the people find you Peter
2: wait what's our next movie oh. we can't do it. <laughs> I just want to
1: be over with this <laughs> Zetus Lapidus. we're also, only
2: we're only almost running two hours now
1: yep also the mother whispering into the daughter's ear, Zetus Lapidus I missed you not no getting back no the not at all Ugh, it's so creepy. Very. Uh, Ugh. Okay, so after this horrible, S- super episode, viral, super viral, but also graphic. <laughs> Graphics bad. Graphic means good. I know, but just every time though. Look, we don't like... have time for this language lesson. Let's <laughs> let's end this. We don't know what flowers are. Damn it. Okay. What is their purpose? <laughs> Uh, (laughs) if we had onion rings on the space station I'd be huge Um, (laughs) word
2: no what did she say she said um this is the wow man this is the greatest circular thing since oh my god what did she say it was so nerdy like science nerdy that's not even like a good nerdy since the um, rings
1: of Saturn.
2: No, it was like a flange it was like a science. Oh my god. Oh my I don't god. it's not important. This is not important. Okay. okay.
1: Uh yeah, so listeners, uh I've been sort of hiding this one up my sleeve. Every tenth episode we're gonna do something real special for y'all. Uh, and I have dubbed it I dubbed it this before we even started the podcast. And that's sci fi original movie night. So, for the next movie, we're going to be doing the amazing sci-fi original movie, Abominable. Great movie. I recommend watching it beforehand, because there are no words for how good this movie is. And in the sci-fi original way that it is good, so, yes, please. Episode 10. Every 10th episode, a sci-fi original movie.
2: I am, so, I am down because yes. i have to
1: also when i said that my brother screamed arachnoquake in my face <laughs> arachnoquake that uh, is also a sci-fi original movie
2: i think sharktopus is my go to like
1: sharktopus uh i thought that i imagined that one i didn't know it was a real thing
2: yeah yeah what well, do you think my pick is going to be episode 20 <laughs> yes
1: finally <laughs> where can the people find you peter
2: Uh, I'm on Twitter all the time now. I'm really obsessed with it. Um, at Zen, Z-E-N, Zuma, Z-O-O-M-A. And I host a bi-weekly video game and board games podcast called Peter vs. Peter.
1: And it's very good. It's better than this movie. Thank God.
2: Oh, thank God.
1: Uh, yeah. It's it's really good, actually. Uh, We got our
2: first email! I'm I'm sorry, I'm (laughs) sorry.
1: No, I'm I'm proud for you. We have received none for this podcast. It
2: was a very angry email from my friend.
1: <laughs> it is still an email that is more than we have received. It was it was your first fan email. Yeah, not all fans have to be happy with you.
2: Well, he kept on calling me. It was like I want to talk to you during this podcast. And I'm like I'm at work. Just email us, and it was like ping, and it was very angry. <laughs>
1: uh. Also, uh, Peter gave a very special shout out to someone in the last episode. I'm not going to say who, but maybe you should listen to hear their name spoken. Oh. (laughs) I don't have an overinflated sense of self-worth at all. Um, okay. Uh, anyway, you can find me on Twitter at Redford underscore Ray. And you can find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher. We're on, um, we, God, we're on Tumblr at Amateur Movie Critics Cast. I'm still trying very hard to get that up and running and actually updating it. I am so bad at that. You should add
2: me as a contributor, and I would. I don't know what I would do. I might post one
1: thing. (laughs) Whatever you want. Uh, if I have no idea how Tumblr works, so I'll figure that out. Uh, if you are interested in guest hosting with us or you have a suggestion for movies we have received no suggestions your name will be featured prominently in the episode that you suggest a movie to us really seriously suggest a movie and we'll put your name in the podcast you too can be famous um just like xenon Uh, you can email us at amateurmoviecritics2016 at gmail.com. Uh, anyway, oh yeah, the outro. <clears throat> yeah. Okay, so until next time. Stay. Red. Oh no, I'm Peter.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're cutting this. Go, start yes! over. Yes,
0: yeah.
1: We're cutting this. <laughs> it needs to be exactly as it is. No. This is everything. This is officially our uh, thing. Okay, I'm Peter. I'm Peter. That's it. Okay. I'm, I'm Red. And until next time, stay, stay amateur. amateur. Okay. But that's a wrap. Could you be
0: my supernova girl? My supernova girl Make my heart go My supernova girl Make my heart go My supernova girl Make my heart go My supernova girl girl. Visions of your pretty face Send me into hyperspace Caught up in a planetary world